Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 133. Hey, here's some behind-the-scenes news for you. Uh, last week, I did not post a hostful episode. Uh, we did our Ben Folds podcast, which went up, and then and then I went to New York Comic Con and proceeded to work 15-hour days. And because I still uh, haven't worked up the gumption to hand over the reins to putting together and posting the podcast to anyone else yet, uh, I just didn't have the time to do it so i'm posting last week's hostful today so you hear a lot of upcoming talk about new york comic-con clearly we've already been there uh so i apologize for that but uh hostful today and then i will post our next podcast uh this week probably thursday or friday which will be john hodgman so there you go and then the week after that we'll be back on our on our regular schedule so uh, i apologize i apologize but uh Turning to more positive endeavors, I would like to say that uh, Matt Jonah and I will be performing in Portland uh, this coming Saturday, which will be the 22nd of October at the Aladdin Theater. So please, please, please come out and see us if you can. You can get tickets at Nerdist.com. We'll have fun. We're all going to do stand-up. Then we'll do a little uh, roundtable panel. Uh, We've got hugs, shirts, more hugs. So come say hi to us if you live in the Portland area. I'd like to thank our returning sponsor of Nerdist Podcast, Carbonite Online Backup. Uh, most computers are going to eat themselves at some point. That's just the way technology works now. And so it's not if it will happen. It's a matter of when. And disaster sucks. You don't want to lose all your files. So get Carbonite to back up everything. They're automatically backed up online. Whenever you're connected to the internet, you have access to them. And then when disaster strikes, you get your files back right away. Unlimited backup is $59 a year. That's less than $5 a month. So start your free 15-day trial today at Carbonite.com with the offer code NERDIST. And get two free months if you decide to buy... Thanks so much to Carbonite for their continuing support of the Nerdist Podcast. And now, episode number 133, a hostful goodness episode of goodness. Episode. Now entering Nerdist.com. Where, oh, where is Jonah 
Ray. Ringtone. Today, where is Jonah gone and left me someday? Why is, uh... Ain't no one I know love me no more. And the salmon and the he's ever saw. Why is Soundgarden Pearl Jam doing this song? <laughs> you know, to... Soundgarden to be, Jam, we'll call them? Yeah, you know, to be fair, I think I was unfortunately doing a little more Creed oh, than okay. I was, uh... No, they ripped that off pretty Sound, well. Soundgarden and, Creed uh... ripped off everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what Soundgarden was missing? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Soundgarden was missing. I believe that that is the case. Uh, <laughs> this girl I really liked in uh, high school, she loved fucking Creed and Scott Snap. She did? That made it easier for her not to love me back. Mm. <laughs> Should have been a huge red flag. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you actually could have put her out in front of a uh, Swiss hospital <laughs> because she was such a red flag. Uh, yeah, my brother enjoys Creed. He also enjoys Jesus, so it all makes sense. It all makes sense. But we're not going to say anything negative about your family. Nope, there aren't. <laughs> Everything they do is awesome. Love everybody there at the family house. <laughs> I don't know where Jonah is, um, but uh, that's okay. I, I was late the other day. Sometimes yeah. you, got, you guys have jobs now. You have yep. big boy jobs. We do have two big boy jobs. That you got to fucking, you know. I, uh, I, saw, I saw Web Soup, not Web Soup, V Soup coming out of a meeting. Not long ago, so maybe he's finishing up something and then... Okay. Well, I guess close the door oh, sure. to the studio so we don't get the bleed through from... Uh, we don't get that bleed through. Ah, here we go. So... Yes! I'm holding... Well, what? Not really, I'm not holding anything. I'm holding now a physical copy of your book. I know, I, I gave... I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like like an idiot being no, like, here's should, my book. We but I buy them. No, well, I mean, yes, you can do that too. Yeah, but but I wanted that. to give you a copy because, you know, I, I mean, you're certainly mentioned in the book and you're thanked in the book. And, and I feel like I, no, you know. awesome. It's, it's pretty fun. It's actually really cool looking. I, I was very impressed. I didn't know how it was going to turn. You know, I was against putting me on the cover. I wanted to, I had... Um, my my uh, designer Chris Glass come yeah, up yeah. with these really cool '70s looking like textbook covers, uh, <laughs> and they were like, "No, you should really be on it." And I'm like, "I'm gonna look like a douchebag." Uh, you don't look douchey. I, I hope not. I, I do don't like know. The cut of your denim, sir. That is a nice looking denim. <laughs> that sounds like a thing. I like the cut of your denim. <laughs> I like the cut of that man's denim. I like the leather in his saddle. I'm that's a fan. A, that's a quality denim right there. Yeah, you get thanked in there, and so does. Uh, Vajona, by the Vajona. way, someone started a site called Vajona.com, oh. which is devoted to coming up with a nickname oh, for Jonah Ray. <laughs> I can't wait for him to love each nickname in a different way. There are a few things, um, you know, it's, it's fun. What's interesting about it, because you, you, you know, you write a book and that happens months ago. Yeah. It happens months before it comes out. And so there are some, like I'm in the, in the very last page of the book, I talk about just software that I was, happened to be using while I was writing the book. Writing the book. I mean, you know. Like uh, Scrivener was a was a was the program that I actually used to compile and write the book, which I totally recommend if you're what writing is a book. Is that like Scrivener? A, it's just like it's Final Draft, but for books. Well, it doesn't, but it doesn't have a Final Draft UI. It's sort of you know, it's got that, <laughs> which is now like a generic sort of standard iTunes looking interface, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you know different <laughs> chapters are like playlists basically. Oh, cool! And uh, you can pull in stuff and articles and 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 it just it helps you compile everything, and so. When I wrote the book, I just I had the outline, and so I had like you know like chapter titles listed, and I would kind of just jump around to whichever ones I wanted to cover, and then swap and combine, and 
So it just gives you a, it's a good place to start. It gives you a basic structure. Let me just state for the record that I am impressed with the amount of words in here. There, I wrote because I thought there would be more sort of uh, more illustrations. I mean, there are certainly funny illustrations and stuff like that. Particularly introduction page fifteen is very funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> no, I I wrote um, I think I wrote about sixty five or eight thousand words. Jeez, and that probably got Christ. edited down to I don't know sixty two or three maybe. That is thousand words it's not that bad i mean like it sounds it sounds like a lot no but, it does but <laughs> sixty eight thousand. anything sounds like a lot you want to give me sixty eight thousand dollars it I'm sounds down. like a lot <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> it was uh it was it was a fun it was a fun process but like in here you know i mentioned you know i just go to like okay i use dropbox evernote plain text um epic win uh gmail cyberduck and then i said firefox i have switched i have since switched to chrome which I let me ask you this: why generally, you, like, why do you not use Safari? Um, I you know Safari is very fast. We're gonna get so many fucking comments on this whole talk we're having. Right no, now that's fine. I, I listen. I think that's great. I you know, um, I, I, I Safari is very fast. I think I'm just automatically inclined to not use the browser that, that comes, comes with, with the computer, uh, and maybe that's just that's just going going back to old like IE yeah. days. Um, even though you know IE was fine at the time, but well, remember when it was a uh, MacWorld '97 when they announced that uh, the, the Internet Explorer would would be the browser of choice on Macs, and right? They, and then they had Bill Gates on via satellite, but everybody in Boston booed because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do. We pick a side, and so you know, for me, for fi- I, I would use I was using Firefox for so many years just because it was so customizable, and there were so many there were so many great add-ons for Firefox. Yeah. And you know, my my friends over at Lifehacker, like Gina Trapani, would yeah. would make these really cool little add-ons yeah, you know like I better gmail I, and stuff miss, like that yeah i missed that and the dictionary tool tip and just a lot of yeah. really fun fun stuff like that and um and i, I liked like i liked the all simplicity. the integration i just like the simplicity of, of 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 safari and the integration that it has with everything else in the os yeah and it's, you know, it's very just... nice but but i also it's i love using chrome because i work on so many different machines yeah. like i have a laptop a home computer i have a work computer uh-huh. and chrome uh, basically just syncs all of your bookmarks and everything in the cloud. And well, so, you know, your Mac does that too. I'm just saying, so far you can, whatever. I mean, I know, but cool. if I sign in, if I sign into Chrome from I mean, any computer whatever. into my Gmail account, yeah, then sure. I will have all my bookmarks. Steve died for you, but that's okay. Well, that's fine. Chris. Why not? Use Chrome. <laughs> Steve died for you. Have we turned him into Jesus already? Yeah, no, you didn't see that? Oh, is Creed singing about him? Yeah, no. I saw We're Steve White O'Pearl. Uh, Under the apple light. Uh, I saw a picture of this uh, adorable hipster outside of a New York store and maybe the New York Times online just sitting next to the Steve Shrine crying. Oh, like, really? Okay. Well, if you're going to express it like that. I guess that's okay. Listen, I, I've seen people... I've seen people weep over me. I just refreshed my browser until the story wasn't true anymore. <laughs> oh, it's always going to be true, no, buddy. I know. No. It's always going to be true. Refresh. Refresh. Oh. <laughs> Control Z, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Control Z. Undo. Undo. <laughs> I know. I'm, you know, I'm bummed. I'm bummed in a Steve Jobsless world. I, I, I mean, you know, listen. People die every day, they and do, so yeah. you know. No, of course, um, I don't know any of them though. Yeah. I didn't really know Steve either, but but I certainly, uh, I just certainly appreciated. 
I don't know if we can talk about the two weeks in a row. We can talk. <laughs> I know. It's especially, kind of a big deal, though. And especially on the Hodgman podcast, we talk about him. Yeah, but know. that was before he I died. Know. I know you I weren't there. Know. I know you we had every opportunity to be there, but, I did. You, but you I weren't there. I literally had every opportunity to be there. I got a phone call from Chris saying, Are you going to be here while I was driving homesick from work? <laughs> Which made me hurt more. Um, but yeah. I, I found a. Uh, someone sent a. a I guess sort of a quement via Twitter, and it was for you. Go. Uh, and I want to pull it up. Well, do they not have my personal Twitter? They do. You're tagged in it. Oh, okay. This is from uh, at Hurtler. Uh-huh. Matt Myra, what personal effects would you pack in preparation for a space flight? What oh. food foods would you request? I just saw that. Now, do I, here's the question for him, but he can't answer it. Uh, do I have to request like pre, like already on NASA's menu? Because I know what's good. Let's, uh, yeah, let's stick to NASA's menu. Okay. Because so, obviously anything, then I might as well just ask you what your favorite foods yeah, no, are. The shrimp scampi that NASA makes apparently is very good. I would take that. I would also take... Is that freeze-dried? Yeah. Sort of add water kind of thing. Everything's pretty much add water. Right. Uh, I would take that, definitely. Or pee. Add pee. Uh, they, have, uh, the, uh, they have ice cream sandwiches, which are very good. They're much better than the ice cream ice cream because the co- they have they have the chocolate cookie freeze okay. dried on top of that and that's delicious. Really? Yeah. Uh, and then I guess I would go with the old standby of the Salisbury steak. You can get Salisbury. <laughs> you can get Salisbury steak. Uh, and uh, if Apollo thirteen taught us anything, it's always a good idea to bring hot dogs. They have hot dogs. Yeah, they have hot dogs. Remember, they knocked the package up against the. Uh, I just think it'd be fu- funny if there was just like a floating hot dog vendor. We had Ron Howard on Attack of the Show last week, and I just like midway through the interview remembered he directed Apollo thirteen, and then I got super excited. And you didn't run out on camera and just start uh, hugging him to death. I did, but they cut. Oh. It's a seven second delay. <laughs> 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 yeah, you can't uh, if you I drop took, an f bomb. I took my space dick out and I fucked him. No, wait, what? is the space dick different from your Earth dick? Works in zero g. Just really? Earth dick must right? Yeah, I would think. You got, people have had to have had sex in space. Of course, that's one of the first things they would have done. They need to know if people can have sex in space because they need to know if we're going to be able. No, but like seriously, like, but I mean, it would be awkward because it's all open quarters. This is an interesting. But still, question. but still. Still, See, I'm sure the Russians did it. I'm sure the Russians had to be like, we have to find out. There must be almost so. So I need to see if I can fuck dog in space. You know, we, we duck soyuz, then we fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure people have fucked animals in space. Sure. People have been. Not, I mean, there I'm must be sure some sort of a happened. weird checklist of like butt fingering. Check. You're know, like, there must be some. We need to know if people are going to be sent to Mars. It's going to be a long trip. Can people have their butts fingered on the way to Mars? It's funny, like all the things that they didn't know. Like when you read about early space flight, and they were like, "Oh, uh, like so many doctors were like, your organs need gravity to work. There, you wouldn't, you know, nothing would function. Your digestive system would not work because you need gravity, right, to but pull all, every to pull everything works. down. Turns out it all works. It does work. So we did it. Yay. <laughs> yes, but we experience bone density loss. So how do they get around the bone density loss? Well, they're trying uh, various things, you know, like, uh, you know, exercises and stuff like that. You know, when they're strapped down to the treadmill and stuff like that. Right. I would not do that in space. I would exercise as little as possible. I don't worry. I'm not, you know, whatever. Bone density. Who needs that? You need that if you get back to Earth, right? Well, you need, you're going to need it if you get to Mars, so right? if you get to Earth, you're already happy. You don't mind losing bone density. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. Technically, you are losing weight that way. Oh, I like this diet. You don't want to lose it in the bones. I think that they should sponsor us and send us to space to do the first space podcast. 
Do you think? Uh, do you think Sir Richard Branson will send us up in uh, Galactica? God damn! I hope Virgin so. Galactic, Galactica. I hope so. In Virgin Galactic. Like if he tells me you have to, like, oh, we need you to be this weight and this height, I will have my legs sod, and I will lose the weight. <laughs> you know your legs aren't going to grow back, right? That's okay. Your legs don't work that's like okay. lizard tails. Um, you cut them sure off, and then that's pretty much pretty it. Sure they do. Well, uh, you're pretty not. Sure they do. Doctor Who got his hand cut off. Hand grew back. So, he is Gallifreyan. Different, different. But he looks like a human. <laughs> well, we don't even know if the doctor. My might, heart does the work of two hearts. The doctor might have nine dicks. We don't know. He might That's have a butt question. dick. That's an excellent. Well, he had a granddaughter. As, you know, the first Doctor Who incarnation. But they don't say. How and, that doctor, and then that also, was and then also, the, the children, and then the tenth doctor uh, regenerated a daughter off of his hand. A gen, well, yeah. there was a yeah, yeah, that that sort of duplicating machine. Yeah, and then he had a daughter, which he David Tennant ended up marrying. Hot, which ended up being Peter Davison's daughter. Hot, right? Why is that hot? That's hot too. I guess. <laughs> oh, fuck the doctor's daughter. That's cool. She's hot. she's good for him. Yeah, good for him. I say so too. It's his hair. Fuck. I'd do them. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Someone posted a video online of all the regenerations, one after the other. Yeah, and it's really funny to see how those have evolved. Is it called the regeneration supercut? I'm sure it is. Oh, it should be. I'm sure it's called that. Talking about my regeneration. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Please make that internet. Thank you. (laughs) Where is Jonah? Other things the internet could make. Where is an app to find Jonah? Hey, wait! Did you uh, yeah. get in trouble with Greta last week for when she called in? The, okay, I'll tell you guys because uh, so that Greta and I had a huge fight the night before. Okay, and when I picked up the phone to on the air, that was the literally the first time I talked to her since our fight. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no wonder she was like, "Why would you do yeah, that?" Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? Uh, but then we went to Halloween Horror Nights, and it was you had fun. It was it was all right. It was all right. I don't understand the concept of waiting 70 minutes in line for a six-minute walkthrough. Well, did you go in the House of a Thousand Corpses thing? Uh, we got up to the House of a Thousand Corpses uh, just as the line was ending, uh, or rather, just as they were shutting it down. Okay. Because of the fire department. Because the fire department fire wanted department to go on the ride, and so they're like, oh, guys, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to, uh, go uh, sorry, there. smoke or something. They're shutting yeah, no, there are fog machines everywhere. Yeah, no, we better check this out. Uh, and, like, this this guy... There was, wasn't a backdraft, was there? Oh, I wish there was. Because you don't even know. Also Ron Howard. You don't even know. Also Ron you Howard. You think it's fine, and then you got fucking backdrafted. <laughs> you got fucking number one pick in the backdraft. But this guy... Okay, so we're in the hostel uh, haunted house walkthrough. And, uh, you sure you didn't just go into a hostel? <laughs> might have been. I don't. I can't. Were there drunk Germans sure. there? Yeah, of course. Were there Swedes? Yep. You were in a hostel. Oh, uh, the uh, who's calling? Uh, it's Alex Murray. Oh. Alex. Uh, I can't take the call right now, Alex nope. Murray. He's not your. He's Oops. not your girlfriend yet. <laughs> no. Oh, I can't get him to commit. Oh. oh, why is he gonna buy the cow and I'm giving the milk away for free? But uh, you know, it was, it was funny because Greta like wasn't having it, being scared. She like just wasn't having it, so she kind of had like a you know pouty face, not enjoying herself. But she was secretly enjoying herself. Uh, at least that's what I was telling myself. Uh, and we we're going through, and this dude who is like like so. There's hostile. The movie is just it's torture. So there are these torture scenes you walk in upon. This guy's getting his uh, legs cut open, and you know, and no one helped. Like, no one helped. He's he asked for help a lot. <laughs> that would be the most fucked up serial killer who put a real murder yeah. right there in front of everyone, most and they fucked it, up or most talented. 
Right. Well, because and because the most horrifying thing about it is the person being cut up, the more they scream, the more people are going to be like, oh, this is so good. And they know that they're just inches away from being saved, but they're not nah. being, but no one's going to oh, save them. That's the worst. Yeah. So the guy playing the torturer guy totally breaks character, leans into Greta and goes, come on, just smile. <gasps> <laughs> I, first of all, I fucking hate that when people do that. I'm, I don't smile when I'm walking around in life, and so sometimes yeah, people yeah, say yeah. it, and I'm like, hey, you don't fucking know me, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I smile naturally. And so, how did she take that? Uh, she looked ahead of him, weird, and uh, then we walked out, and then we all laughed about it. It was very funny. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that didn't start the fight. That didn't start... No, the fight was the night before that. Oh, it was the night before about that. About going to it. Okay. Because <laughs> I wanted to. And she didn't want to. Correct. And then, But she ended up having fun. She ended up enjoying herself. We went with uh, uh, Kevin Pereira and his girlfriend, Meg, and uh, Jeremy Hache and his wife, Emily. Yep. And, Both uh, who work on Attack yep. of the Show. And we met Brian uh, Torliga, who also works on the who show. Who also works on Attack wife, of the Show. Yeah. new wife. And uh, we had a good time. Emery, who I've worked Emery. with on other stuff before. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was my uh, experience there. It was good. I was supposed to go Saturday night, and then I just... Did you not I, have the energy? I had some stuff run late, and then by the time I could go, it was almost 10 o'clock. Oh. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to go to Universal at 10, get there at 10.30, yeah. not get into the park till 11. I mean, they're open till 2. You could have parked for free, though, with your Using the Universal. Universal. Did you bed. use that? Yes. And it worked. Oh, Where'd you park? Behind, Frankenstein. You just you park in the Frankenstein lot. That's where you go. That's oh. the employee parking. It is. Yeah. Okay. And you just show them your badge, and they go, okay. Which gate? It's behind. You got to go down Buddy Holly Drive. Oh, no. Why would I do that? That's a not, death wish. Not Buddy Holly Fly. Oh, good. Buddy Holly Drive. Buddy Holly Drive. All right. No, he was fine with cars. Yeah, no. Planes, not so much. Yeah. Um, I, I, when I heard myself say, uh, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? I, I tend to think, I mean, that is, that's a disrespectful way to refer to a woman who will fuck you. Is it? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes i am positive that it is <laughs> i am positive the other one that i think is horrible is people when people get more, when they're when they're gonna get when they're just like a couple and they haven't gotten married yet and someone says listen you need to shit or get off the pot yes so does that mean like <laughs> when you marry someone do you just go okay i guess we're shitting now <laughs> like that's so fucking horrible well it's horrible but it's real it comes from a real place <laughs> oh, no do you want to text Jonah and see if he's on his way, or yeah, should I'll I text, text him. him? I can text Jonah. Should I shoot him a I a text? Did he do? I got a text from not Jonah. Kumail Nanjiani texted me. Kumail Nanjiani, host of the Indoor, Indoor Kids, Kids, and Emily Gordon. I did an episode of Indoor Kids. Do you have fun? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Those uh, guys are the best. Yeah, we just ended up like talking about uh, Kumail and I ended up talking about like, what we used to jerk off to, like meaning Cinemax, old Cinemax shows. Yeah, somehow went there. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, does Krista Hallen somehow went there? What games are you playing? I like to jerk off to Cinemax. Let's go. Yep. That's R- a game, right? Yep. I'm, I'm up for a Red Shoe Diary as much as the next person. That was Showtime. I didn't have Showtime. Oh. Uh, Jonah Ray. What sort of creepy fucking molester was David Duchovny's character in that, where he just gets letters from people at a P.O. box and then goes and sits at a diner and thinks about people fucking while a saxophone plays but did he was the premise that he was a he was a writer correct is that what it was i don't remember so that means californication is really just a modern day comedy version of red shoe diaries no, where he's a writer is he not playing the same character but he's fucking everyone he's hey i i have a feeling that red shoe diaries was the prequel to californication 
<laughs> that was him as a writer in his younger days. Then he wrote all these hang books. On, hang on, Jonah Ray. Yeah, put him on speaker. All right, hang on. Bum 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 bum. Wait, I don't know if this is working, Joe. Hang on, Jonah, you're on. You're on the podcast. I thought we were, the, the calendar said 6.30. Yeah, but I sent you an email yesterday that said we were going to do one at 5.32, and you said okay. No, oh, everything got crazy at work. I'll be right there. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Matt and I are just talking about stuff. So. It's okay. Finish up what you got to finish up, or whatever. We'll be here. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> You're not going to get in trouble until I turn these mics off. Yeah. As Bye. long as these mics stay on. <laughs> Everything's fine. As long as the mics stay on, Chris can't yell at me. <laughs> um, Everything's fine, guys. Yeah. Everything's fucking <laughs> Don't fine. Don't turn it off. Don't turn it fine. off. Don't turn it fine, off. you ungrateful twats. I have 72 minutes of happiness. <laughs> Let's get Nick on the mic <laughs> over there. Hey, stuff. Nick. What's going on over there? What's, hap- what's happening over in, uh, what's in happening, uh, guys? Seacrest World, oh, which is like just... SeaWorld. Uh, but uh, the Kardashians, uh, the Kardashians jump out of a tank and uh, <laughs> take a fish with their nose. What's okay, the, what's, what's that's like? quite an image. Yeah. First of all, it's not even a dolphin, what? a dolphin or a whale. That's not even what. Did, what takes a fish with its nose? A, a Kardashian. Marlin. Okay. <laughs> so how's so it how going over doing? there? Good. How are you, Nick? I'm doing well. Good. You know, uh, is that it for Doctor Who for a while? Yeah, till yeah. till next year, Christmas. Oh, well, yeah, there's a Christmas, Christmas special. There'll be a Christmas special, yeah, yeah. Okay. which I think they're shooting now, and then okay. uh, and then next year. By the way, big props on your TV show. The oh, other. thanks, man. That was thank big you. Time, you know, my son, Big Nick, down there at the house, <laughs> loved it and made up his own lyrics to your closing theme. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. oh that this is what we learned today, son. Yeah, he that loved is it. awesome. <laughs> we <laughs> should tell them what we learned about Ewoks because that was in the song, but never in the pilot. Uh, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. Ewoks make bad pets. Yeah. Because they suffer a lot of the same congenital birth defects that Shih Tzus do, <laughs> like upper respiratory problems and, and poor, uh, poor uh, right. circulation and shit sticking to their fur. And then I said... Because <laughs> that... they're bi- these bipedal hairy creatures. <laughs> yeah, but they're also... They would make bad pets because they're sentient beings with a society. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> I mean, they're barely sentient. Space for Ham Lincoln would not like that. <laughs> Space for Ham. So, have you quit no, smoking? No, I haven't. Oh, I that's a sore this. subject. I shouldn't have yeah. brought that up, right? Still, well, still smoking. The, still smoking there. Still smoking. Unfortunately, the right. Kamchatkas or whatever those were. Jarums. Jarums. Jarum Bali. Oh. oh, the Indian cigarettes. Uh, I think it's Filipino. Oh, Indonesian. Okay. Indonesian. 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 Oh. They used to sell these things. What? Wow. How is it that every time we bring something up, you have an amazingly detailed story about it? You're amazing. Well, I worked at the, if you go back long before you guys were probably born, in 1980, I was the general manager of the Tinderbox, which at the time... I remember the Tinderbox. Remember the Tinderbox? On Wilshire? Well, it had a chain. It was in all the malls. In those days, you could smoke in Uh, all the major malls. And I worked at the Glendale Galleria, and we had the Tinderbox. And you also had that organ store... Everyone had like an organ. There was the organ store. Oh my god! Yeah, the one upstairs. Those yeah. organs to like the need for lungs. Yeah, the need for lungs. And there was the like warehouse the record store up there. Where? Where? The, <laughs> the warehouse. Hey, Jonah Ray. Hey, how's it going? It's okay. How are you? I'm all right. So, I'm sorry. There was a miscommunication. No, nah, you know there was. No, there was there communication. Was, there was communication. Uh, it's just uh, you know I'm still getting used to the. Uh, the way things, the scheduling, the, the way soup, the soup schedule. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Just, just like, uh, you know, yeah, it's just like it's like, oh, now all this stuff is due. Oh, okay, I no one told me. 
Yeah. And then it's just working on it and then realizing. That's all right. Yeah. But I'm I, here now. I got this for you. I saw that. Don't throw a book. <laughs> Don't throw a book. Uh, Catch it with your teeth. You. Did you guys, have you guys been recording for 35 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About 25. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Now, how long were you going to wait to text me? <laughs> well, I honestly got thought you just knew. Yeah, we thought we thought we thought you knew, and so then we so like after twenty minutes, I think I think we were just yapping. We we started thinking we'll do two minutes, and we just started yapping about about crap the way we do, and then uh, it was like, and then finally I was like, oh, maybe text him and see see where he is, see if Jonah's still alive. Almost literally right above this office, this studio. Yeah, right. I'm like right above it. It's a honeycomb of entertainment here at the at the EG4 building. That's it. I should just have a a pole that comes straight down into here. Awesome. We got one. We got spiral staircase. Hey, I'm gonna try the pole. (laughs) We should stay here tonight. You know, sleep here. Is this pole still to try it out? Does this pole still work? So we're gonna have some dramatic readings. Look at this. Yes, this is a real book. It is a real book. Nick, what's what's going on over there in the world today? What are you what are you what are you pulling down from the Matrix? Uh, Actually, I got tired of looking at the news once again, and so I'm looking at reruns of football games. (laughs) Does it ever change? It's always uh, actually, the same, right? Those guys try to take that thing to those other guys. Guys, I watched yeah, the '88, just, uh, yeah. you know, Super Bowl. Yeah, different outcome. It was Dip, crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know how they, I thought they I had the money same on every that game too. No, no, no. no, no. It was it like changes. Clue. They sent different endings to every house. Yeah. Oh, so Colonel Mustard won the Super yeah, Bowl in '88. Right. Yep. With the candlestick. Yeah. And Michael <laughs> McKeon did something. Good. 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 He beat Tim Curry, right? Right. Right. The Michael McKean, Tim Curry, the Clue Super Bowl. Let's get Michael McKean on. I would love to. I'd love to get Tim Curry on, too. Michael McKean, come on our show. I can only do so much to get people on. No, no, I'm I'm mentioning on Twitter, and then people hopefully will tweet at MJ McKean and uh, go for it. (laughs) I think I lost any chance we ever might have had of getting Albert Brooks on, which, by the way, was like almost zero. What happened? To begin with. Okay. Chris keeps tweeting at Albert Brooks. You have to get Albert Brooks on. I know, but I can't. Listen, he's tweeted back at me. Which Chris thinks, oh, he knows who I am. He's tweeting back at me. When in reality, Albert Brooks just tweets at people. <laughs> you know what, though? You know why I know who he knows who I am? Because no. one of the last times I tweeted him at Adam, he referenced the BBC show. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he doesn't reference everyone's jobs that he tweets no, at. No, he does. I've seen him. Oh, okay. Well, he's that good. You did a really good job at the Tinderbox, Nick. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> he was there. I love hey, buying jarums from you. My first LP that I actually bought was, was actually a Comedy uh, Minus One? No, A Star is Bought. Which oh, was 1976. Wow. Oh, he's the best. He's a, and I still have it. If, if he ever comes in, I gotta have him. So here's it. what happened. I I started using the word complicult to describe the w- the way that the people <laughs> exactly the way the internet works, where people you know have to say it's like they kick hug you, they kick fuck you, you know, like they'll say something nice after they've said something shitty, yeah. like that balances it out. And so I said I was I did Marin's podcast and I said something about complicult and he said. Did you just think of that? And I go, I don't, I said, I don't think, I think I did. And so I, I don't know, I, wh- whatever, cut to a couple days ago, some guy on Twitter goes, uh, I think it was, uh, at Sam Vance, Sam, if you're listening, then you get a little shout out, says, uh, Hey, Albert Brooks, Chris, uh, Chris says he, inv- he thought of the word complicult or something. And Albert Brooks tweeted back to both of us. No, I wrote it. If I wrote that word for the muse in 1999, and then I went, "Oh my god!" Because I haven't seen the muse in like ten years. So that was your muse. Okay. Oh my god! Yeah. So so meta wise, that was my muse. That was my meta muse. Soul man <laughs> helped me poop, uh, and so I instantly went, "Oh my god, that's right. That was in that movie." And I just sometimes when you've been doing comedy for a really long time, you forget 
sometimes things stick in your head and you get you, you think you thought of something, yeah. but it's just because it was something stuck in your head. So clearly, obviously, I did see it. But this put me in a position of no matter what I say, it looks like I'm being shifty because yeah. I went on Marin's show. And then he so I, I wrote back. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, of course. This, you know, of course, that was in that movie. I, I loved that movie. And uh, then I said to Albert Brooks, oh, I totally I'm sorry. I thought I thought I had that thought. But clearly it was that word was stuck in the back of my head. So I apologize. Yeah. Then he didn't respond. Oh. So I look like a, a, I look like a thieving piece of shit. I would have freaked out and said, "Oh no, I, I have no idea about that because I've never seen the Muse." Uh, 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 how would you spell that on Twitter? What? <laughs> oh, H R R N G H. I'll take it. N Y G A R R R H. You just make that up? I did just make that up. Oh, uh, no, sorry. That was in real life. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's right. Great movie. Yes, it was. Yeah. Fucking great movie. Those helmet cams. Yeah. Do you yes. remember real life? In real life. I mean, how just Way pegged so Way far ahead, ahead of, of its time. Decades ahead of its time. Making fun of reality television. Yeah. Right. yeah. Decades. Love that guy. There's that movie right now. I think it's on HBO. It's the original movie uh, with Tim Robbins and James Gandolfini. And it's uh, it's about the... The uh, the louds like that yeah, PBS. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw yeah, that cinema what, verite. Yeah, that's what uh, I saw that. Diane Lane. Was, yeah, yeah, that's what he was making fun of, yeah. right? Yeah, Diane Lane. It, that the, I mean, everyone in that is good, but Diane Lane is off the fucking charts. If you really remember, good. I think Albert Brooks tweeted something to the effect of, "I like this better when it was my movie." Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so they, funny. Yeah, something like that. That's funny. So he spends his time doing that. Who knows what he spends? <laughs> We're his trying time to get doing him on. Hilarious. <laughs> no, he's great in Drive. I didn't see that. I still have you, you, that. You, I, still I thought you liked movies. That. Or Defending like Your Life. It's one of my that favorite movies life? of yeah. all time. Yeah. Defending Your Life is one of the best movies yeah. of all time. Yeah. I mean, there's so yeah. many. Lost in America. Uh, this, this, this will get him on. This will get him on. You think so? Yeah. His, you know who his father was? Uh, well, their, their last name is Einstein. Einstein. Yeah. His father was a great radio comedian with Eddie Cantor back in the 30s and 40s. Really? He played a, a character by the name of Park Your Carcass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's him and, and Super Dave. Well, Super Dave Osborne. Dave, that's right. Brother. Yeah, yeah. Paul well, Einstein. I, I'd, I'd, say there, I'd say there's a slim chance that Albert Brooks will ever come on this podcast, but you never know. Never know. But I feel like I know. Probably not going to happen. No. I would love it if it happened. Albert Brooks, you can, you know, you can ask him on Twitter, at Albert Brooks. Maybe he'll... Although I don't feel like he's the kind of guy that being hounded by people is really going to sway him so in our direction. Do that. So maybe let's not do that. And when did he reference the show? What? In the tweet. When did he reference the show? It was months ago. It was right after the BBC deal was announced. Oh, I see. It was months ago. So we don't know if he saw it. Maybe nope. he saw it, and that's why he's not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Albert Brooks, I'm sorry for whatever. I. You don't really care. So, uh, Jonah, you went to Halloween Horror Night. On Sunday, that was me. I did that. Oh. Oh, well. uh, yeah, I went on Sunday. It was great. The Thing maze is awesome. It's probably the best maze they've ever had there. Uh, the second one was the, uh, uh, the the Mexican horror movie one, the Luna or Young... I can't remember, but it's really fucking good. Those are like the two I didn't go. Those are the two. Like <laughs> I, I think this is my third year in a row, yeah. and those two are like far beyond anything they've ever done at that place. Yeah. Did so you good. see the House of a Thousand Corpses maze? 
I've seen it before. I didn't go again. I heard it's the same as last year. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been in quite a few yeah, years. Yeah, it's gorgeous. But they they made you know that you put on you know the 3D glasses and it's a it's a, it's a lot to take in. But it's uh, even Deanna. She's like she's like oh it's like the like the, like as far as the art and everything goes, it's the most gorgeous one. She I had dinner with Robin Sherry last night and he was telling me that like they use their actual set pieces from the movie that they yeah. use in the maze. And Wait, then, did you go on Friday? I was supposed to go Saturday and then I ended up not being able to go. Oh. And uh, but I guess there's a dude playing me getting his head shaved off yeah. by Sherry, and then on the Doctor Satan table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's it's a good one. They're all you know they're getting better. I should just tell people time. that's how I lost all the weight. Like, oh well, I just, I mean, this Doctor Satan like has a great. He just cut it all out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just cut uh, it all out. But the thing maze actually made me excited for the, the thing movie? prequel. Is that where you find? Is that where you follow the little disembodied hand around, and then it like snaps and like runs in a bar? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that didn't happen in John Carpenter's The Thing. Was that from the fifties one? I haven't seen. They're not called. They're not calling it John Carpenter's The Thing prequel, are they? No, but they should call it like The Thing Norwegian Camp because that's it's 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 still the story of it still lives in the world that was set up by John Carpenter's The Thing. Right. It basically happens the week before the events of John Carpenter's The Thing, mm-hmm. and it's and they even you know they it's apparently like I talked to uh, one of the guys ends. on the soup saw it last night. So it was hope great. it ends with the dog. It does. Awesome. Yeah, it ends with them getting into a helicopter and chasing down the dog. Matt Bronger brought up a very funny idea. He said, um, "He said if you speak uh, Norwegian, the beginning of the movie is kind of spoiled for you right away. Oh, <laughs> because you just got a guy going, no, wait, the dog's an alien. Stop. <laughs> Credits. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like the Avengers trailer too. I was, I was pretty I, happy. I, to... I, I look forward to it. It looks kind of like, I mean, it looks good, but I mean, how can you really?" It looks very paint by numbers. Here, do they have this character do this? This character do this? this well, they're following. This. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I think they're. I'm. I'm. I don't want to get yelled at for this. I'm. I'm pretty so sure they're following it. the Ultimates okay. storyline, the Marvel Ultimates. But nonetheless, it hits all the beats. Which is fun. You know, I'm. I'm curious to see if they, if they, because the Ultimates. There's, I, I just I love the way that David Banner, I mean, that David Banner, Bruce Banner. That was the TV show. I love the way Bruce Banner is portrayed. It, like he's a real wiener in the in the Ultimates, and Hulk is just a big horny, like murderous piece of shit. <laughs> and I, I really, it's so different than the way that he's been portrayed cinematically before, where it's like, oh, he's Banner's this really deep character, and he's got a soul, and the Hulk has that Banner soul underneath. Like, it's totally not the way he's portrayed no. in the ulti- in Ultimates. Yeah. What? Who's playing? I didn't see the trailer, but who's playing the Hulk? Or Ruffalo, playing? Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Okay, so he'll be the third person within yeah. five years to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. playing yeah. the same character. Yeah. But they got the same CG artist to do it. So <laughs> same guy from uh, Green yeah, Arrow. It's continuous. Green Lantern. I'm, I'm, Green Lantern. I'm, sorry. No, I'm looking. Comic. I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually. That's one of the. So I'm. We're we're going to. We're doing New York Comic Con this weekend. Yes, we are. Um, you and I are running around and doing a bunch of stuff for MTV Geek, yes. which is fun to me to be working for MTV again after. Oh yeah, all these all these years. But yeah. now we're on my turf, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I know I'm going to be pretty. Uh, I'm gonna be pretty tired. You're flying in Friday morning, and then you're like, you go right <laughs> to the floor, a, running around, and then we do our two shows of the Gramercy, which are sold out, by the way. Just yeah. I don't know if you guys know, but that's good I heard news that's, for that's us. That's great. Cool. And yeah. Then, uh, um, yeah, and then the next day, more stuff on the floor. Yeah, and then I have a show at midnight at UCB. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what show are you doing? Uh, it's these kids. I can't remember the name right now, but um, it's these kids putting on like a Comic Con show. Are you gonna be around? No, I'm heading back Saturday night oh, because Talking Dead starts Sunday. That's right. But I'm moderating four panels at Comic-Con. One is a panel with Felicia Day, I think at 12.15 on Friday. And then I'm moderating the legendary panel at 
2 or 2.30 on Saturday and then Walking Dead at 6.15, I think. No, 5.15 and then at 6.30, the Avengers panel. So those are those are the four. Oh, Saturday that, that's where I'll be. Yeah, and then, I, and then I leave. I have to leave right from the Avengers panel. Uh, I'll be whisked to a, a commercial jetliner where I'll fly <laughs> back to Los Angeles to prepare for the Talking yeah. Dead. As, mu- as, as excited as I am for Friday and all the things we're going to get to do, I am dreading it more than anything because I have a middle seat on the way out there. Red eye, middle oh. seat into New York. And I'm big. Yeah. And it's not comfortable. It's going to be terrible. No. Yeah, it's I'm, not going to be any good. I have a middle seat on the way back, but it's like a 5 o'clock flight, so it should be crazy terrible. Yeah. I, uh, so what What you're about to do, Jonah, is to, I, I'm very familiar with this kind of like, fly in, get to a thing, then do a show, yeah. then do two shows. Yeah, uh, I know. Don't no. think about it. Just I won't think about it. Don't think about it. Just just don't even think about he's, it until until you have to do it. it. Yeah. He's already just do about it. it. No, I know. I mean, you know, the thing that's making me like think I can deal with it and uh power through it is that I won't even have time to drink, so that's not gonna be weighing me down. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get you some beers on the show. Oh Jonah died. <laughs> that's it. That's all it takes. Uh, <laughs> do we, we have any guests? Yeah, we do have guests. Should I announce them or should I not announce well, them? Well, this will probably Drop the day that the the day of day before yeah. the day of we'll just make everyone that didn't already get their tickets jealous. Well, should I just say who it is? Yeah, sure. Uh, Tom Lennon's going to be on the early show. Woo. Jim wow. Gaffigan's on the late show. Woo. When, when did Tom decide to be on the early show? Because I just talked to him today, but like I talked to him not long ago, and he said, "Well, let's figure this out." I'm just saying. Can we figure this, <laughs> figure this out? Let's uh, point out, out that right Matt now? just talked to Tom Lennon earlier oh, today. And then, well, uh, hang on a sec. I'm going to guess, and I'm only saying this because I was a party who was involved in this transaction, <laughs> that it happened sometime between when you talked to Tom and when I talked to Tom this evening. Oh I, didn't, I, didn't, I waited until the last minute to book guests because I didn't want the ticket sales to hinge on mm-hmm. the guest. Yeah. Because a lot of these shows that we're going to be doing around the country, we're not going to be able to have guests everywhere. And so... You know, I don't want people to. I mean, a guest is a nice bonus for us, but it just if we if we paid to fly out a guest to every location, yeah. we would literally lose thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, hey, do you know who's going to be in Portland while we're there? Uh, no. Henry Rollins. No shit. He's going to be doing a, a spoken word show at the same the same night. I don't know if it's the same night. It might be the night before or something like that. But someone said I don't he's know Henry be Rollins. Otherwise, I would ask him to be a guest. Well, we could also Steve Malcolmus is lives in Portland. <laughs> you uh, want lots of people I, live I, in Portland. Isaac Brock. The dream is alive <laughs> in Portland. Portland. <laughs> Portland. Um. Yeah. Or uh. Yeah. It's gonna be a good show. What are you up to this weekend, Nick? What you got going on? You going to a con of any sort? This weekend? Uh. No, actually, I'm not. Uh. What am I doing this weekend? I usually just. Hang out and find some nice craft beer and yeah. relax and, you know, and enjoy, enjoy the family. Now, I notice you're growing out the mustache, which I like. Are you going to grow like the curly Q ends? I just might. I'm going to wax it maybe, put a little wax on it and That's just see if awesome. I can. Actually, I, it's, it's already starting to happen. Uh, what yeah, a I'll, hipster. I'll, <laughs> I'll see, yeah, what a hipster. <laughs> Finally. The, the only, only thing, though, is this that. guy in his plaid, button-up shirt and mustache and framed glasses. All I need is a pipe. <laughs> you know? No, as actually, the, the thing that I, and you'll see as you guys get older, the, the beard just gets gray first and the, and the mustache. So I think I should nope. color it. Not me. Nah. I always thought that looked cool. On the head? A two-tone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You think it's like the two-tone? I love a two-tone. Oh, a little salt and pepper. Tommy, Tommy two-tone's great. A silver fox. Yeah. Silver fox. Silver fox. Silver fox. Uh, 
It, he is the Silver Fox. So is Chris Gore, the Silver Fox. Yeah, Chris is a nice guy and all, but Ralph Lauren. So, silver okay, koala Ralph Lauren. bear. Right. So I talked to the guys last week about this, and you it was before I, uh, you came in, and yeah. I was asking, what is the definition of a nerdist? Um, to me, it's chapter one. <laughs> what, you can't look at the book. <laughs> it's, uh, Nick, the answer is all in the book. All in um, the- that's a good question. So when. When I started the Nerdist website, I kind of had this idea that, uh, and this was, I guess, three or four years ago, uh, and I don't think I don't think my idea was revolutionary by any means. It was just it's this is just when I noticed it. Um, when I when I decided that there were ways that I could actually work in the entertainment business in nerdy things that I was into. Mm-hmm. I realized that that was saying a strong statement about where sort of where nerds had had come from and that um that that pop culture was lar- that nerd culture was a very large part of pop culture now. Right. I mean, nerd culture isn't all pop culture because there's the whole, you know, Kardashians element and, you know, e- eating fish with their noses uh <laughs> or whatever they do. Uh, catching catching fish in tanks, or I don't know. I've never. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they do catch fish in tanks. I, I don't it's know possible. what they do. I don't know what they do. Uh, maybe that's what makes them interesting. I yeah. still haven't figured out what it is that they do. Um, it's hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah. It, you can't. No. You can't. You can't. There is a way to yeah. help. you, I though. think that show could should be called Try and Keep Up with the Kardashians. Right. No way. Try and try and try and keep up with whatever the fuck it is that they do. That and why is it interesting? I don't know. But uh, but but anyway, it's not for me. And so that's. You know, that so much nerd culture has become pop culture. And then I realized that the idea, I mean, when I was growing up, it was like, you know, nerdy was a thing that you were um, ascribed and you didn't really have a choice. And it it wasn't a cool, there was no cool ironic factor behind it. There were no hipsters. There was no, it wasn't cool to be a nerd yet. It was just shitty. It just sucked when I was growing up. Like being in chess club, you just didn't make eye contact with people and people pushed you down and, right. you know, going to computer lab and like right. all that shit. It was not cool. You know, or a, a button down debate sweater. club, I'm Latin sure, club. Sure it was not cool. Ha- I'm sure that still happens. I'm sure it though. does. It's yeah. not as I, I feel like at least now there's more there are more elements to it that are acceptable than when I was growing up, which in the 80s when, when it was just not it was just like, shut the fuck up, nerd, you know. And so I, I guess I realized like there are so many things about the way that the nerd brain works, in my opinion, that make them very powerful just in terms of their kind of almost unlimited focusing abilities. Right. And so I sort of felt like, you know, ner- this idea of nerdism is this kind of ideology that I think anyone can sort of subscribe to now. And so I think that's where nerdist came from. So I think Urban Dictionary defined it as an artful nerd, like it's a, like a creative nerd. So I, I, I like that. I like that definition of it. So that was a really long-winded answer. They defined yeah. it after you didn't. That you who, did you coin the nerdist term? There already had been. Uh, you know Albert what's funny Brooks is there. It. There was Albert Brooks did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was already when I when I when I thought of the name, uh, I went to register the domain, and one guy had nerdist.net. That's how nerdy he was. He re- he just registered the .dot net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The .dot every all the other .dots were available. .dot tv. .dot tv. I, I own that. Uh, Tavula, the islands of Tavula. Oh, yeah, their main source of income. You know, you're shitting me. That's, that's a, right. You didn't know yeah. that? No. no. Yes, that's where all the like like the like .dot ly is Libya. Yeah. There used to yeah. be one. The first one that I remember was dot cc, and I'm going, "What is dot? It was it was the Cayman Islands." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nathan dot, Barley dot co dot, 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 yeah. dot, dot ck dot co dot ck trashbat dot cock 
registered in the Cook Islands. <laughs> registered in the Cook yeah. Islands. Keep it foolish. <laughs> so, um, which point were we hovering? Oh, so Nerdist. Yeah, yeah so it was, it was a thing that someone, like that, that other, that guy, thought, and his site was really nerdy. I mean, like it looked, the design of it was very, very. It was in, it was in binary. Oh, it almost was. Like he wrote about, about chess tournaments and things like that. All right. And, um. But he didn't have the uh, he didn't have the dot com, and so I registered the dot com, and then started you know uh, getting that name across all the. Di- he clearly didn't want it to be much more than that, and it was I was so mad when I because it was one of those things. It's like coming up with an email address or a license plate where you're like, no one's gonna have this, and all of a sudden you see like, what other people <laughs> thought of that before I did. I mean, you know, yeah. there are very few ideas that are super original anymore it's yeah, just right. you'd have to pick a screen name and yeah it's right. just it's I, for me i think it's just more like what are you going to do with it once you have it right and so that's that's what i did well, we had the discussion last week and I, i'm i'm kind of i we were talking about you and i were talking about see I, i'm i would do a lot of nerdy things and i've been a lot of nerdy things and i still am like i'm still a ham radio operator yeah as and, you should be and as I should be. <laughs> is that a one-way uh, radio? Does that just follow John Hamm no, around? No, you yeah. know Ham Radio? Oh, no, it's, yeah, John. Yeah. You know Ham Radio. He's shooting Mad Men today. Yeah, that's right. You guys, yeah. he's on 30 Rock now. Breaker, breaker. Yeah. I love this Ham Radio. <laughs> mm. There's a sketch in there somewhere. There not a, not a, a good one. No, not a good one. Would write it. It'd be very punny. John Ham's John Ham. John Ham's John Ham. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then don't forget... Uh, or just a ham. What's it? A Sarsgaard? Peter Sarsgaard. Sarsgaard. That was so fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, growing up, I never really thought about myself as a nerd. I just didn't think about it. I didn't really, you know, I knew the things I was into, but I didn't, you know, ever, like, consider myself. Because, like, like, to me, like, oh, like, you know, Urkel. Because I knew kids that were nerdier than me. Yeah. They were smarter than me. I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't think in terms of the word nerd until I saw the movie Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. I'm a nerd. and, and so I. Party <laughs> nerd. In the and, and so identified with the Trilams that I was like, okay, I guess that's what I am, you know, with all the, you know, the chess club and the Latin club and the, the D&D I didn't stuff. I know I was a nerd, but I was in the weather club in high school. That should have been a. That was a huge was a hint, red right? weather flag. I started a bowling club and then bailed on it. I started it, got it all official in the school. Yeah. Went to the first one, didn't like any of the kids that signed up. And this then that sucks. Was, and I, got, I just, I just bailed. I, I was like, I don't want to fucking do anything about. I got the Lowell Catholic golf team off the ground. Good for you. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. Kind of exclusionary, huh? What do you mean? Just for Catholics? Yeah. Well, no. Well, no. They, 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 they have, <laughs> they have a fierce tournament against the yeah. golfing Protestants. Oh yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dangerous. Yeah, and then Bono presents them a trophy at the end. <laughs> Our mascot is the Crusader. Don't we all believe in one God? He says. <laughs> I just want to make the newsletter, you guys. The Lowell Catholic Crusader newsletter. That's a thing. I want to make it. All right. No one, no, literally no one's stopping you. Well, I can't. No, I mean, I, don't, I have I don't been. I have been for ma- quite some time. I want to be in it. It's a thing that exists. I just want <laughs> Every time to he goes to type on his keyboard, you just There's, bat his hand yeah. away. <laughs> stop nope. It. Stop it. Stop nope. It. You're done with it. It's like I'm tired of <laughs> seeing people that got their nursing degrees. I want to be in it for something cool. All right. Well, so, go make that thing. No, it's I can't. Why? Because I've already done enough. I feel like I should be in it. I should have been mentioned at least once. Like, hey, Matt Myra, 2001, has a TV show. Well, you, you don't really. Thing. It should have been a thing. It's not really, you know, it's not, it was, it was a, you, you were on a I show that a, aired. I had a show that aired. And now I work on a TV show. Now we're waiting to see. That's a thing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
I, listen, you know, I'll saying. make a call for you if it's that important for you to make it in the Catholic newsletter. Lowell, I was, the Lowell Catholic Crusader newsletter. I was what hoping to be kind of like a famous guy from Hawaii, but then, uh, uh, then there that, that singer. The singer guy did Michael this. Buble. No, yeah, fuck, Michael I just Buble. forgot his name. Mark Cohen. Jack Johnson. It was Jack Johnson. No, oh, well, is, yeah, there's Jack Johnson. Is, and then there's another guy. Is? Brada Israel Kamakavika Ole? Yeah, no, yeah. not him. Okay. The guy, he's a current like pop singer. He had that song, Grenade. Oh, oh Bruno know. Mars? Bruno Mars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm 51 and I know this one. Well, you, well, you work for Secret. You have to know <laughs> yeah, that. I work for, that's, uh, the, that's, that's the real the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's My funny. Son wouldn't know that. Four Mars, years yeah. I'm in this building and I never see Seacrest. And then, like, the last couple weeks, I, I feel like every time I turn a corner, he's right there. Yeah, he's right there. Is yeah. there some yeah. sort of right multiplicity storyline hey, where he's buddy. had himself cloned? And myself clone. They didn't the tell one, you, buddy. Oh shit! Oh, sorry. I blew that shit wide oh, open. Man. I got the dumb one, the effeminate one, the one that really likes sports. I keep yeah, wanting yeah. to ask him how he does everything he clone does, and he does. He does. Never clone a clone. Copy of a copy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what was the thing that Boyd would always do? Where he would always like have Seacrest uh, quoting. Hightower from Police Academy. Are you directing the lights going out? No, the guest that we're recording for an upcoming podcast is Jenny Wade, and I'm seeing her right through the glass right there. There she is. She's right there. (laughs) Woo! I'm going to go wild! I can't, hey, wait for, can't wait for people to hear this part. <laughs> All right, so so Jenny's out there waiting. We're gonna we're gonna go get her and wrap up the hostful podcast because uh, now we're almost at fifty minutes, and that's more than enough hostful bullshit. Um, but I'm I'm very glad that Nick, you uh, once again sat in on a hostful podcast. It's always fun to have you on. Well, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't really contribute much. I just was kind of I'm in a mellow mood. You really are, the thing. dude. I just like having you here. Well, thank you, buddy. Just nice. It. Just nice. It's just nice. Um, I think if you wanted to get into your high school newsletter, Chris wouldn't shit on you. But I mean, whatever. No, we'll I get you in your fucking Catholic newsletter. Why would you want to get into my high school? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? About their All high those school. Okay, I'm going to get you in the high school newsletter, but <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. going to make them write. Matt Myra bitched his way into this yeah. Catholic, into the Catholic, Catholic shopper, Crusader, Catholic Crusader newsletter. Newsletter. <laughs> that's a I, like a. I don't mean to shit on your dreams, but that's a dumb aspiration. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's not even nerdy. Uh, <laughs> I usually only have uh, two people shitting on me. I know that's why I like having Nick <laughs> nice to have you on. Because this one, this one is, you know what though, guys. Really nice you know what though? Can I can I just take a little bit of pressure off of uh, Eminem here? That uh, <laughs> I understand that it's important to like those are the things when you grow up that you kind of want to feel significant because those are the things that they, they were significant in your life when you grew up. Yeah. So I totally understand why you would want to be in the Catholic yeah, shopper. Yeah, but then there's a thing that happens when you get older and you realize all that stuff you cared about a lot and just really didn't mean anything at all. Listen, I am a notable uh, resident of Lowell, Massachusetts, <laughs> along with Jack Kerouac on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. So that, I felt like that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll, then, we'll get you in the Catholic Crusader somehow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On the next episode. And then the and funny then, part is, if it happened, I would never know. No, I we'll find out. We'll find out. Address. We'll find out, and then you can be dissatisfied about something else. Uh, oh wow! Oh sent. wow! That what? just got a little real. Chris. What? what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That was good. Thanks. Was good. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck <laughs> you! You can still okay. I love you, buddy. I love you. You huggable little panda. I love you. All right. Well, um, have a great weekend, you guys. And Nick, good to see you. And enjoy your burrito, everyone. Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Carbonite Online Backup. Easy, automatic, unlimited backup for your computer files. Try it free for 15 days at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST. 
In 2001, less than a month after the 9-11 attacks, the U.S. and allied forces invaded Afghanistan. The goal was simple, hunt down al-Qaeda and its leader, Osama bin Laden, and unseat the Taliban government that sheltered him. But even though the Taliban was quickly removed, negotiating an end to the war turned out to be a much bigger challenge. Despite some of the world's best negotiators working tirelessly for peace, all sides were never able to come to a negotiated agreement. And in 2021, 20 years after being ousted from power, the Taliban took back control of Afghanistan. So why did some of the world's smartest and most experienced negotiators fail for 20 years to mediate a peace deal in Afghanistan? The Afghan Impasse, a special seven-episode edition of The Negotiators, a podcast from Doha Debates and Foreign Policy, looks back on the players, politics, and strategies that contributed to one of the biggest failures in modern peace negotiations. You can listen to The Negotiators, The Afghan Impasse, exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.